What's going on, people? Car Special Sports Report. I wasn't going to join you guys tonight, but it seems as though the sports world has forced my hand. I wanted to, you know, enjoy the holiday, kick my feet up, enjoy All-Star Weekend. I, You know, I was thinking it was no news. It wasn't much to report, nothing to speak on. And then lo and behold, DeMarcus Cousins gets traded to the Pelicans. The All-Star festivities are kind of dry. Darrell Revis is having legal issues. I'm like, wait a minute, I got a show to do, y'all. You know? Anyway, before I get into it, you already know. Blog Talk Radio, you can call in 657-383-0306 if you want to join in. Um, please remember to share this with your friends. Share this with your fellow sports fans. That's the usual mantra. Um, I'm on YouTube as well. Look up the Elite Podcaster. I mean, you don't have to go too crazy right now because if you're watching this, it's going to be the same thing on YouTube. So you don't necessarily need to go on YouTube just yet, but subscribe because I'm going to have separate content going up there real soon that it's going to be pretty ill, actually. It's going to be totally different from anything I've done thus far. Uh, A. Ritz touched on it a little bit. Last week, we got something coming for y'all. It's going to be pretty dope, pretty dope. Us on the ground level, we could do it just as good as those who are getting paid to do it, although we'd like to get paid to do it. But uh, let's get right into it. The NBA All-Star Weekend, or as you saw in the description, the NBA Snore Star Weekend, we, we, we have to find a way to make this a little bit more entertaining. I think in the past... I would say 10 years or so, 10 to 12 years, you know, not not to knock these guys, but the the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, Anthony era, these guys have been so consumed with getting a rest on All-Star Weekend, and, and you know, they, you notice with the new CBA, they extended the break, it used to be really just a weekend and probably an extra day, they've gotten it extended to essentially a week off. They've gotten into where they, they, they want players to rest. They've been so rest conscious that I believe that the game itself has suffered. The festivities itself has suffered. I think the only aspect of the weekend that's been pretty much consistent over the past few years has been the three-point contest. The skills competition, you're seeing big men are winning the competition. Not to say that bigs can't win the competition, but to me, the primary ball handlers in the NBA are point guards and two guards. And y'all losing the big men who don't handle the ball nearly as much. That 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 doesn't look right. The slam dunk contest. It's like when you make a great dish and you don't remember the recipe. You try to recreate it the second time and it, it, and you never get it right the second time as it was the first time. Because it's like every other year, every two years we get a, a good dunk contest and then the next year it's trash. We had probably one of the worst dunk contests, if not the worst dunk contest in the history of dunk contests. Um. And a lot of the issue that I have with that is effort, you know? You look at the dunk contest, for instance. These guys weren't even trying, it felt like. It felt like these dudes were just going through the motions. Okay, I'm going to jump over you. Now I'm going to jump over you. Oh, I'm going to jump over you. Now I'm going to jump over you. Like, how many times are we going to see a situation where a dude is going to attempt to dunk and jump over one, two, or three people? I thought after Blake Griffin jumped over a car, we would stop this jumping over a human being kind of situation. But yet and still, let's throw it off the side of the backboard. Let's throw it over to this and throw it over to that. Uh, Aaron Gordon looked like he didn't want to be there, which goes back to my whole point about effort, really caring about 
just, you know, the festivities. These guys look like they were trying to just go through the motions and be done with it and get on to the party and not the actual grind of the NBA season. And it it showed, man. It, it, people, you know, I know personally, like, I, I marked this weekend off. It was All-Star Weekend, All-Star Saturday Night, ABC and D. And we got nothing to show for it. Uh, the be- Actually, the best part of the weekend might have been the rookie game. But he actually can't play. You know what I'm saying? That that That's not a good look. And then to the game, you know, I don't want to sound like an angry old head. You know, I, I don't think I'm at the level yet where I'm an old head. I'm grown. I'm a man. You know, I just, I just got off the calendar uh, a couple months ago. But I got to tell you, to these guys and this LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and uh, Carmelo Anthony, that era, these guys are one of the pillars of the league currently. You guys are making a mockery to All-Star game. And and I hate to sound like I'm, you know, giving a take or sounding like a dude who's telling to get off my lawn or anything like that. But these players are making a mockery of the All-Star game. Like, we, we get it. We, we knew growing up that the All-Star game was the exhibition. We got that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there was a, a little bit of effort involved. The games got interesting in the fourth quarter if it was still close. You guys here jogging up the court. Steph Curry laying on the floor so he won't get dunked on by Giannis. I guess that was supposed to be funny, but that's a bit insulting. Yeah, you guys, random half-court shots in the middle of the game. It's like you guys were, all right, we're all in on the joke. You get what I'm saying? We're all in on the joke that it's not real. But you can't be flagrant about it. You can't break the fourth wall about it. You still have to give the people an idea. And this is a top-dollar ticket. People are spending big bread to be at this venue. At least give them a real show. Like, I want to shout out Giannis Atatokounmpo because he was the only guy who actually played hard last night, it felt like. All right, yeah, oh, you and the Brown dropped 52 in the All-Star game, but he had 52 on, like, 18 dunks. That, that 18 times 2 is 36. So, you know, the, <laughs> he got 36 out of 52 on uncontested dunks. You guys are making a mockery of the game. I never saw an All-Star game where the venue had empty seats in the fourth quarter. You guys are not... You're not concerned about that as a league NBA, but I look at the players who are, who are so concerned with getting rest, so rest conscious that they're not putting their best foot forward in the game. I know I can hear Iverson now, not a game practice, not a game exhibition. I get it, but even Iverson in his prime, there wasn't no laying on the floor. There was there wasn't no BS, you know. I watched that game last night, and it was like, okay, look, we, we got, it was almost like, oh, we got to be here. We got to do it. So let's just yeah, let's go on the court. Let's just do it and, and go about our business. You know what I'm saying? So to y'all, you know, the pillars of the league, the, the new OGs of the league, Kobe is gone, Tim Duncan is gone, Paul Pierce don't count. You know, y'all got to do better. These people are dropping thousands of dollars to see y'all perform and, you know, come together and, and put on the show. At least don't be disrespectful about it. That's all I'm asking. Let's not be disrespectful about the fact that it's an exhibition. Let's actually try to make it a game. All right, you scored 190 points and you guys are just Matador DM. Everybody looking at Atta Tacumpa like, why are you going so hard? Because he got it. This is an all-star game. It's still a game. It's still a competitive aspect. And if y'all keep playing about it and y'all don't do what y'all supposed to do in terms of this game, it can end up like baseball where the commissioner's going to fly in and put in a bogus rule that, that totally ruins the spirit of the game. And y'all going to be upset like, oh, y'all can't do that, can't do that. Well, play harder. 
When a casual fan who spent thousands of dollars leaving to find the nearest party as opposed to watching this game all the way through to the end of the fourth quarter, you have a problem. I've, like I said, I've never seen empty seats in the fourth quarter of an All-Star game. That's not a good look. And this, in this era where everything is about short attention spans and give me now, 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 smartphones that can do everything. Hello, I'm doing this live feed on a smartphone that should tell you something. That's a problem. You guys have to do better before it becomes a complete mockery and the league loses money actually holding it because people are going to be less inclined to spend those thousands of dollars to be at this bogus all-star game where we can go to the party after the game. Why spend money to go to the game when I could be at the party and be with the same dudes who are not trying hard on the court anyway? Not a good look. NBA, do better. It's pretty sad when um the best part of the weekend was a trade. Involving a player who's an all-star who only played about two minutes, that player being DeMarcus Cousins, a.k.a. Boogie Cousins, um, he got traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, yeah, so he doesn't actually have to leave New Orleans. He got traded for two chopped cheese sandwiches and a dollar Arizona, you know. How do you trade arguably the best big man in the NBA for two chopped cheese sandwiches and a dollar Arizona? All right, you're going to say Buddy Hill is in the trade. Top flight lottery pick. All right. That's cool. To me, Buddy Hill and Tyreek Evans represent and actually not. No, no, no. Buddy Hill and Tyreek Evans represents the two chopped cheese sandwiches in the trade. Langston Galloway and the, and the future picks in the trade are the Arizona. Now I'm going to say this is why. If you trade for draft picks, right, and you give up a, a, a pretty high-end player to a team that already has a high-end player in a unibrow Anthony Davis All-Star Game MVP, Sam Marguerite MVP. The draft picks don't carry that much weight because if you put two superstars together, that means that the teams are going to be pretty good. Am I right? So the teams are going to be pretty good. That means that they're not going to draft as high, which means that those draft picks that you traded for are going to be deeper. And in the NBA draft, for the draft starts to tail off after maybe the 15th or 16th pick. If, if the Pelicans are any good, they won't be picking 15th or 16th. They're going to be picking closer to the 20s. Like that trade doesn't, that, that draft pick doesn't have the value anymore. So my issue here is you couldn't get more actual players in the trade. They had Drew Holiday over there. You couldn't get, you couldn't convince them to put Drew in the trade. Buddy Hill, chopped cheese. Tyreek Evans, chopped cheese. Langston Galloway. Who? Who is Langston Galloway? This guy sounds like his name was made up in the NBA 2K computer-generated name, Langston Galloway. Like, he's supposed to be doing, like, opera singing or some kind of, like, jazz music at a local bar somewhere. That's all you could get for DeMarcus Cousins? And to all the sports fans out there, oh, well, they said that it wasn't going to trade Boogie. Oh, there's no loyalty in sports. Y'all sports fans, y'all really are starting to annoy me. I got to be honest with you, you know? Y'all... One minute, y'all get mad when the, when a free agent leaves and, and, and uses his right to be a free agent and move on to play for a team he wants to play for. The next minute, you want to lament about what, a, what an organization or a franchise does in terms of a trade to not get the requisite amount. If this trade doesn't show you that there's no loyalty in sports and all these ideals and beliefs that you like to place on sports does not exist, then I don't know what else to tell you. Because y'all, y'all complain about everything. Y'all complain when players leave. Y'all complain when ownership doesn't do the right thing. This is business. We, I could say right now that I'm going to buy Facebook. And then I could change my mind. Because you know what? I got a better deal. They don't want to pay Boogie Cousins. 
$200 million. As you guys know, the new CBA, the high-end players, the top-flight players get 200 and up. I think the max you could get is 219 over the life of a contract. So why would they want to give DeMarcus Cousins $200 million? But why would they want to tell all of y'all that they're going to trade Boogie? Because then if they do that, they don't have any trade value. It's business 101, people. Hello? You know? Like, like seriously. Like, what's so hard about that? It's a little, it's a little confusing to me. Like the the way you guys really go about your thought processes in terms of sports. I keep making it personal. There's nothing personal here. When you're dealing with millions and billions of dollars in TV contracts and things of that nature, there is no loyalty on any side. It is an agreement. That is it. It is an agreement for me, the player, to sign this contract for X amount of dollars, and it's an agreement on the franchise side to pay you. X amount of dollars to play for my franchise because you will generate funds. And if everything goes according to plan, the player agrees to play for said money and potentially bring a championship or two or three home. That's all it is. You know, all it is retiring jerseys and all blah, 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 blah. You ever stop to think about when and how they, they do this? How many good teams have jersey retirement ceremonies? You ever stop to think about that? More often than not, Uniforms get retired when the team isn't very good, and then they need a, a reason to generate funds for, for said team because the C say selling. So, oh, let's retire such and such jersey because now we'll have a packed house because they want to see their favorite legend get their jersey retired. You know, that's, that's what really goes on here. There's no love in sports. It's rare. It's rare that you get that situation where it was love on both sides. Like you see it with Tom Brady in the, in, in the Patriots organization, you know, but at the same time, we don't know how real it is. Why? Because at some point or the other, if, if they find another quarterback who's good enough and Brady's starting to show any type of slippage, he might be gone too. There's no loyalty in sports. Okay, teams also showing that they're not committed. That, that's a fact, Mark, you know. So who am I as a player? To stick around if you're not interested in winning. If I'm Boogie Cousins, I'm looking at Vladi like, I, get out of here, Vladi. Give me my 219 mil. Vladi realizes that Boogie is Boogie might be crazy, but smart enough to know that you're gonna have to pay me 200 mil because I'm the best big in the game. He forced Vladi's hand. Gotta go. We can't keep pushing these ideals anymore. There's no loyalty. There's Y'all seen these TV deals? Y'all seen the contracts these players are getting? NBA players are starting to get baseball money. It's about to be no loyalty. It ain't about staying home as much as that's what this whole lockout was about. It was about player empowerment. And then the onus thing by adjusting the CBA to make it more amendable for the player to stay home because they'll get an extra 30 million. Kevin Durant has just showed you if I don't want to be here, ain't no amount of money is going to keep me here. And I don't care about what the fans are going to say because my name is Kevin Durant. I am a walking business. This is not about love. You know, Oklahoma City showed how much they were loyal to KD when they booed him out of the building and called him all kinds of names. But when that tornado flew through their town and blew them all damn near off the map, they was they was glad for that paper then, right? You know, so y'all gotta at some point y'all have to start realizing it is business. Look at baseball. Baseball is all business. Players establish the marketplace. Teams decide if they want to attack that market, and they decide if they want to pay this man. Mark commented, if Mark is the best right fielder in the game right now, and he's going for, let's say, 280 mil over the life of a contract, I'll become a free agent the very next year. The, the business starts at $280 million. If I'm as good as Mark, and then it goes up. 
Why do why do we not think about it in, in those in those senses? Why is it always about loyalty to the city? This man wasn't he like Kevin Durant wasn't born in Oklahoma City. Just to use him as the most recent example. It ain't like LeBron where he was from Akron. Even still, LeBron's from Akron. This isn't the Akron Cavaliers. This is the Cleveland Cavaliers. There is no loyalty to this city. You understand what I'm saying? He wasn't he didn't he didn't grow up out there. So we need to start separating. If you got a job and you got a nine to five and your nine to five right now is paying you sixty thousand dollars and you got another nine to five offering you a hundred racks, you gonna say that for the sixty racks because you love that place or you gonna go take that hundred racks? Let's, let's let's put it on the ground level. Let's think of it that way. But anyway, I got you see I went off track. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not mad at the trade for the Pelicans. I I feel as though I feel as though the Cavaliers, Cavaliers, the Kings got fleeced. I can't even say they got fleeced. I feel like they fleeced themselves. Two chopped cheese sandwiches and a dollar Arizona. Y'all couldn't even get an order of fries with that? Y'all couldn't get an order of fries, Kings? Come on now. You guys, you guys make your franchise look so bad. Like, I've been wanting to talk about the Brooklyn Nets for so long because I feel like the Nets with Billy King was probably the worst run franchise in the past 25 years. But then the Kings actually had a player who's of who's superstar quality, and y'all got a bag of peanuts for him, eh? So that means that y'all built a new stadium. Look at this, y'all. Y'all want to talk about loyalty. They, I'm pretty sure they had taxpayer money involved in that new stadium that they just built in Sacramento. Then they trade the most attractive piece for a dude named Buddy Hill or Buddy Howe who, who, who wants to be Kobe, but we don't know how good Buddy's going to be. They had an established commodity in Boogie, and they traded him after they had these people to put up the paper to get a new stadium, and now they have a completely nameless team to, to come to this new venue that's never going to sell out anymore. It's, it's going to be a waste of money that's already been spent for a built stadium. And that's a fact. They were non-committed to, to building a winning team. Like, like You wandering around with, with Rudy Gay? Like, come on now. Rudy Gay, you had Isaiah Thomas. You tell, and you, you got rid of Isaiah. You let, him, you let him walk. You got rid of Rondo. The only piece that you made that was relevant was, was Matt Barnes to keep Boogie from going crazy. You guys haven't really tried to build a winner since, what, 04, 05? Whenever that great team that the Lakers kept beating fell apart was the last time the Kings were relevant. Even in the draft, to Mark's point about non-committal, why would you draft Willie Colley Stein and in front like you was trying to keep Boogie? That means you were never going to keep Boogie. You have Boogie's replacement sitting there the whole time. Y'all never had any plans of being good. You drafted Jimmer for debt when you could hack a wild Leonard? I don't want to hear nothing about players moving. Players could do what they want. If the, if the organization and ownership could do the same things, why can't the player leave when he feels like leaving? Why? Why not? If I could pay you and my whole if, if my whole reason is reasoning is I'm paying you this amount of money, so just go play, then the player could say, you know what? I want to win, so I'm out. Because that's what a lot of owners think. You get paid hundred and whatever million dollars. <clears throat> excuse me. You get paid a hundred and something million dollars. You should be happy with the fact that we're paying you this money to go play ball. We don't want to win. We're giving you this money, right? This is my little toy. This is my play thing. Go, go play ball. And that's what a lot of these people are thinking about. They, 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 a lot of these owners think that way. You know, not to get racial with it. A lot of these white owners paying these black men to play basketball or whatever sport are not thinking about a winner because they think, you know what? You're getting paid to play sports. So take this money and go sit down. I don't like getting racial, but sometimes you got to call it one of this. 
teams they could start playing, put the patchwork around them. Yeah, we saw that with Kobe in 06, from like 04, from when Shaq left to maybe when Powell came in 08. That was patchwork. Lamar, like, like, think about the Shaq trade. They traded Shaq for, for, for they, they didn't even get a whole chopped cheese sandwich. No offense to Elo, I love Elo, but that wasn't a chopped cheese sandwich. They they got a uh, they got a dollar slice when they traded Shaq. They got two dollar slices for Shaq, and then they tried to tell Kobe to figure it out because Kobe had to damn near threaten to leave. Then they went and got pop. You can't do that. And that's why I get mad at people who, who talk about Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook has a pretty decent squad, but if you play how he plays, you can't maximize it. Really. That's not a Patrick team of OKC. Uh, uh, but, but before my man got hurt, yeah, Brian Grant, made you, you, you ain't lying. Brian Grant, who, who, it was three dudes that got not traded, am I right? It was Brian Grant, Lamar Odom, and someone, and, and Karan Butler, who lasted a half a season before he got hurt, and then they shipped him out. You telling me the Lakers going to get better for Shaq? In 04, coming off a finals run, they couldn't get better for Shaq. But this is what these owners do. We're paying you, and Jerry Buss, he's not, he's not innocent. He's guilty just like any other owner. We're paying you X amount of dollars. Kobe, we just gave you this max deal. So now you got to go earn your money. Kobe earned his money for three years before he had to threaten to be out. But this is how the game goes. So again, to my point here, let's, let's, let's knock it off about these players leaving when it's an agreement on both sides to do shady things. It's gonna, look at the Knicks. The Knicks have been operating shady since the, the Ewing era's been over. Every now and again, they give you smoke and mirrors, and they'll get a couple of players that give you a competitive team. But is Dolan really interested in winning the championship? Absolutely not. Dolan's, Dolan's a made man. He, you know, he'll never be broke. He, he, there's, there's no gain or loss to the Knicks because his paper is set. If the Knicks happen to be good a year or two here and there, they set. It doesn't matter to him because he still wakes up and he's still he- head of that whole situation with cable vision and all that. He's good to go. So he puts on a facade like he cares and he'll bring in names to placate Knicks fans who would not pay attention to the fact that their owner does not care about winning. That buys them a couple of years of quiet before it, it hits the fan again. We've seen it with the Carmelo Gate. We've seen it with Oakley Gate. This is how it goes down. This is how it always goes down. A lot, it's only a, it's a special few set of owners out there who actually care about winning. A lot of people give Jerry Jones a lot of grief in Dallas as an example, but Jerry wants to win. But the problem with Jerry is he's his own worst enemy. He gets in the way of winning, but he tries to win. I think Robert Kraft cares about winning. You know, I think the Tisch family in, in New York, I think they in the Maris, I think they care about winning. There's only I think the, the Pittsburgh ownership group, I think they care about winning. You know, in, in the NFL, uh, I think Jeannie Buss cares more about winning than. Then Jim Buss, and that's, that, and that's been a schism with the Lakers franchise over the past five years. You have two different, you have conflicting views there. You know, Miami, Mickey Harrison, I can name names. We can keep, we can keep going. There's a lot of organizations that care, but then I would still say about 65 to 70% of sports franchises don't care. I'm not even sure if the young Steinbrenners care about winning as much as old Steinbrenner did. Got rest of that. I'm just not sure. But, uh, Let's go with this Darrell Reeves situation, though, man. You know, I haven't really been on it too tough. I was distracted by All Snow Weekend. You know, it was pretty. It's a pretty disappointing weekend, and I see this guy's having legal issues. Oh, yeah, I hear the sound in the background. But this video out here, you know, guys knocked out. Apparently, they rolled up on them at a club. First of all, you know what? This 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 is the one thing I'm gonna say. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not. See, I was about to push up my glasses that that are not there. See, I'm wearing these contact lenses. I'm trying to get used to them. But um, my my whole thing with players is if you're if you're you know a notable star, you gotta cut certain things out, man. You can't. You like I'm hearing that South Pittsburgh is one of the rougher areas in the city. Okay, okay, I get that. If you're Darrell Reeves, Super Bowl champion, all-pro cornerback, all-time great in your field, why would you want to go to South Pittsburgh to go to the club or wherever you was at? At some point, you got to realize you, you're above that. You're only a 10-year pro. You, you still want to keep it real? You, you, want, you want your hood pass? To, to, you, had to, you had to renew it, so you went to the club to, to renew your pass? I don't understand. At some point, you got to realize... It's not really worth it anymore. Like, if I'm a hundred million dollar athlete, I'm not going. Like, for instance, let's say now I play for the New York Mets. We gonna go back to baseball. I'm a right fielder. I got paid three hundred mil over ten years, right? And I want to go party. I'm not gonna go to Caribbean City. I'm not gonna go to Fish High. I'm not gonna go to Tracks. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to Beehive. I'm not gonna go to Lust. I'm not going to go to Sue's Rendezvous. Y'all not going to catch me in none of them spots. It's nothing good coming out of that. If I come through to any of those spots and I'm shining and I'm flossing, you ask for dudes to roll up on you and do what they got to do. You know, no. E- e- even if you want to be incognito and, and you don't want to wear no jewelry and you don't want to do this, you want to do that. Everybody knows who you are, bro. I'm from New York. I play baseball. I just got paid, or I've been paid, and I won championships. There's going to be a dude or three that's going to try to jux me. So that to that point, the Darrell Revis. Not necessarily what, what's true or not true, because you know what? When the story first hits, if y'all notice, it's always about four or five different renditions of the story with so many different sides, and they, they sensationalize it to get clicks and all of that. But my issue with this is, is that, Mr. Revis, what are you doing you think because you're from there that validates you being there? There's gonna be dudes that who didn't grow up in the hood when you already left the hood, and they go and they ain't waiting for a fool like you to come back to the hood because now you become food. It's just the way it goes. You put yourself in a position where no matter what happens, you lose. Because now the Jets don't necessarily wanted to keep you. They, don't, they didn't want to keep you in the first place. So now you're giving them a reason whether it's true or not to get rid of you because you're bringing bad publicity to the organization. You know what I'm saying? These dudes, even if they, you know, whatever happens, they get locked in, whatever. The fact remains is that they still are two nobodies. Nobody knows who they are. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But now your name is getting dragged through all the media cycles. All all the different sporting news outlets, even the regular news outlets, has your name in the report for knocking out fans with you. Even though you didn't. So you lose. So why put yourself in the hood, put yourself in the block, only to take an L. There's no winning. The only way you win is if you get out of there incident free. That's the only win that comes out of that. You know? There's so many clubs you can go to. I'm pretty sure there's upscale clubs, but I guess you wanted that vibe. And I get that. Some guys, they leave it. They want they want that energy. They want that vibe that you can't find in a, a snooty upscale spot. But again, sometimes you got to weigh who you are and what you are more than what you want at that particular time. Because again... $300 million baseball player, me with a couple of World Series rings, the best right field in the game, 
I'm not going to no hood clubs on All-Star Weekend. You know, maybe I'll probably pop in on a random Tuesday or something when it's slow or something. But Saturday, holiday, All-Star Weekend, whatever, you asking for a problem. And even, let's say that you get the upper hand of the problem. Again, I'm on this cell phone, Facebook Live, World Star, every other TMZ, all these other outlets. Somebody's going to spot you. So even if not, a dude try to pull your card and call you soft, and you do get the upper hand and you do knock him out, your name's still getting dragged in the media. So again, you lose. So you got you you get you get a half a point for knocking out a dude and proving that you're not buns. Then you still you still take an L on the front end on the back end because you you might now have a lawsuit and you have bad publicity. The Jets are gonna cut Revis and he's gonna get twenty five cents on the dollar what he's worth now because of the fact that there's bad news attached to his name. You know. I gotta be smarter than that, fellas. This goes to all entertainers, rappers, you know, R&B singers who want to be thugs, whatever. You gotta be smarter than that. But anyway, I've kept y'all for about a half. You hear, you hear my radio station telling me I got 60 seconds to wrap this up. So, yo, once again, share this out. It's gonna be on unavailable continual loop. Get it out there. Um, again, keep it. Subscribe to the YouTube. Elite Podcaster. The Elite Podcaster. Subscribe to that. Share this vid. We got big time content coming in the spring. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something really nice. I hope y'all like what we have coming for y'all. Till next time, I'm out. Share it. Subscribe to my YouTube. Stop playing with me. <laughs>